Hey, ringers, you are listening to an older episode of the Put a Ring on It podcast. Whether this is your first episode or you're on a total binge and this is your 50th, thank you. You are already a ringer in our hearts. You'll hear more about ringers in future episodes. And you'll hear in season six that we launched a Patreon community for amazing ringers just like you. But because this is an older episode, you're not yet privy to that information. And we didn't want you to miss out, so please accept our invitation to join us at patreon.com slash P-A-R-O-I. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash P-A-R-O-I. Patreon is a membership platform that allows amazing listeners like you to support fun-loving creatives like us in a really big way. Yeah, you can become a supporter for as little as two bucks a month, and we've got some amazing benefits for you, like getting your questions answered, one-on-ones with Danielle and I, and a ton more. All are welcome, and we can't thank you enough for your support. Okay, now on to the show. Today's show is brought to you by Still White the world's largest wedding dress marketplace with over 30,000 gently used dresses to choose from. This is the Put a Ring on It podcast. I'm Danielle Pasternak, wedding planner of DPNAC Weddings and fellow bride-to-be. And I'm Daniel Moyer, wedding photographer of Daniel Moyer Photography, husband, father, and I make the best scrambled eggs in the entire world. The Put a Ring on It podcast is for brides, grooms, and anyone involved in planning a wedding who wants the confidence to pull off an amazing wedding celebration with their most favorite people on the planet. Every other week, we share practical planning advice, insider tips, and behind-the-scenes stories from our own adventures in the wedding world. We pull back the veil and have honest conversations about real things, about stressful things, and about all the things that go into planning a wedding. Are you ready? Let's do this. Episode 50! Like that. How's that sound? That's a good that start, That sounds right? really good. <laughs> you don't even have to do it again because we've done it once. <laughs> yep. Episode 50. Here we are. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 50. In case you haven't noticed yet that this is episode 50 of the Put a Ring on a Podcast. We are officially half a century old. No. Was half a century old? Yeah. Would Centuries it still apply? Years. I know, but this half, isn't 50 years. We're not half, 50 years. We're 50 episodes. In, in, but in podcasts, half a century podcasts old. Half, so, centisodes. We're half centisodes? a centisode. Like, yeah. you know, there's centipedes. They have 100 legs, right? Yeah. And when you <gasps> ride 100 miles on a bicycle, they call that a century as well. So Really? Yep. Hmm. Century. Sports. Yeah. So, speaking of bugs, do you want to know something, Dan? Yeah, I, do. I was Bugs. at a wedding this past weekend, and we were working on putting together some really pretty stuff on the arch where the couple was going to get married at, and I went to reach up to attach this fabric, and I look up, and there is a wolf spider sitting wolf up there. Wolf spider? Wolf spider. You can What's Google that? it. Oh, Google it, everybody. It, guys, if you're listening and you are sensitive to bugs, do not Google it. But if you like bugs and are curious, Google wolf spider and you will understand the terror that ran through my body as this god-awful bug. I can't even call it a bug. He was like a monster looking at me. How big are they? That's a big bug. He, he was huge. He was like at least five foot by five foot wide. <laughs> <laughs> I may be slightly exaggerating. Uh, look, looks like a, like a palm-sized yeah. Oh, he wow. was big. 
Whoa, yeah, that's pretty creepy. Okay. Um, yeah, and I was on a very rickety ladder as I was doing it, so the fact that I'm not dead today is a miracle. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there's our chat for today. <laughs> yeah, I, th- my wedding this past Saturday was just rain. Yeah, just, yeah we had a lot this, of rain this, The season of rainy weddings. That's But yeah. this weekend coming up, which will actually be last weekend, because after this episode airs, it will be last weekend, I'm going to another wedding with my wife as a guest. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. I'm super mm-hmm. excited to eat all the cocktail hour food again and dance with my wife because I love to dance, in case yeah. you didn't know that. Can you dance with my wife too? Because he's going and he's not going to have a partner. Oh, yeah. I'll definitely dance with your wife <laughs> all over that. I'm so bummed I can't go to the wedding with you guys this weekend. Yeah. I have to work. Um, but I, yep. I know it's going to be amazing and gorgeous. But <clears throat> Mike is Mike has promised to eat all the cocktail hour food on my behalf. Yes. Maybe yeah. we'll save you some. We'll make a little to-go basket. Or we'll just send you a bunch of pictures of us eating cocktail hour food while you're here. I would place. actually love that. Can you do that? Because <laughs> I think That's that would be amazing. Things- that's one of the things that always brightens my my day. Um, not to say like I have bad days like when I'm away, but like like uh, you know being away from your family, no matter what you're doing, always kind of is a little bit stinky. Um, so I like every time I'm away, whether it's for a wedding or traveling for a wedding or engagement session or whatever it is, uh, Rachel will always send me pictures of our daughter and like what they're doing and stuff. And I just like I love whenever I have a down moment, I just like open my phone and there's a sweet picture of. You know, my daughter and my wife like having fun or going to the zoo or whatever. That's what it was this past weekend. They went to the zoo even though it was raining. It was, it was pretty awesome. I love a little. It's like a little treat. That little, little charge of the battery. Time. Yeah, that's right. I love that. That's right. So um, we're yeah. we're jumping into well, actually, before we jump into today's episode, I want to give a little reminder to all of our listeners out there, especially those in the Philly and Philly area, that we have that October third meetup coming up very very yeah. soon. Wednesday, October 3rd. Uh, If you follow us on Facebook, that's probably the best way to get all the information for it. We have a Facebook event right in there, but it's basically October 3rd. At the Fort Washington uh, Starbucks. It's it's at the corner of uh, Susquehanna and like PA 152 and Virginia Drive. Um, You can get, if you're coming 276, West, uh, you can get off right there at the Virginia Drive exit. It's an easy pass only exit. Get off right there. Super close. Um, there's like a nice meeting area upstairs at that Starbucks, and it's such a, a good little spot. You know, we're just going to be there. We're going to be hanging out for a couple hours, chit chatting. Whoever wants to be there um, mm-hmm. and show up, that's awesome. But make sure that you RSVP that you're coming. We just want to know right. who's coming um, right. and know if we need to, you know, prepare anything well, special. Yeah, we want to make sure we have enough space for everybody. We want to make it comfortable and lovely for you guys. And while it'd be really awesome if just a whole ton of people showed up that we weren't expecting, I can't say as we'd be mad about that, but the planner in me would prefer (laughs) to have a little bit of an idea. It might, uh, it, but maybe in a good way. But yeah, we'll be there October 3rd, Wednesday, October 3rd, 2018 from 6 to 8 p.m. We'll be there. We'll be chatting with you, hopefully answering questions, just having a great hangout, chat, talk, coffee cheers i don't drink coffee yeah but you know what i mean <laughs> i drink coffee and i will definitely be drinking some coffee that evening my um, starbucks drink is a white chocolate mocha decaf that's what i drink every single time i think it has like four uh billion ish category or calories so that's fun <laughs> yeah it's like a treat drink i had a pumpkin spice latte this morning 
Um, that was technically my breakfast, and it was delicious. Tis the season for pumpkin. <clears throat> That's right. Okay, okay, so Dan. What are we doing today? I was just going to ask you. I hate it when you do that. Okay, I was going to say, Dan. 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 Hey, Dan. What hey. are we doing today? Today we're talking about viral wedding videos, mm-hmm. which seems like maybe a strange topic since this is a podcast, but um, this, so this, this episode idea was mine. Um, and I, it was, I was standing in the kitchen one day waiting for like a pot to, uh, of water to boil. And I was flipping through some uh, Instagram feeds and flipping through on Facebook or whatever. And there was, um, two things that popped up. One of them was that original, I feel like there was the original viral wedding video, which was the, the JK wedding entrance dance. It was that couple who like literally danced down the aisle in their church. And another one was, I think it was like uh, something on HuffPost that was 45 uh, grooms reacting emotionally to their bride or significant other walking down the aisle or something like that. And it was, it was those two things. And I was like, all right, well, why, why are people so enthralled with these, these things? And I started looking up other viral wedding videos and I felt like there was a trend between what I saw and and that's what I wanted to talk about today. Uh, we can so we we decided we were going to put together a little um, some of our favorites, some of the things that we liked, uh, and react to them. So Danielle picked up a couple that I haven't seen yet, mm-hmm. and we're going to look at them and react to them, um, and also just talk about you know some of the some of the things that we noticed and some of the trends that I noticed um, while watching them and while thinking about this episode. Yeah, so here's the deal. We are going to have the links up to the YouTube videos that we're going to be watching on the show notes page. Put a ring on it, podcast.com. Um, yep. Go to the episodes and you can see it right there. So you'll be able to, um, in fact, I think it's put a ring on a podcast.com slash 050 should get you like uh, 05050 um, should get you right to the the show notes page itself. But this way you can sort of watch along with us if you're not in the car driving or doing something else where you're supposed to be um, <laughs> paying attention. <clears throat> but either way, we're going to talk through the video so that you have an idea of what's happening. And I, I just think there's some of these videos, I think there's some things that we can take away. Dan and I both um, have found just really interesting things about these videos. And not to say is, if something from your wedding doesn't go viral, then <laughs> g- guffaw, how d- how dare you? It's just more of what can we learn from these things and, and, and how do we approach, how do we watch these videos and go, well, do I have to make my wedding better than that? Or I wish my groom or my, my bride will do that. Or my, I hope my dad reacts that whatever it is. I think it's, it's, it's not really about that as much as just in, enjoying what it is that the video is is providing yeah totally and maybe maybe at the very least it'll inspire you to do something a little different right like the jk wedding video dance like that was something that we harp on all the time is putting your own personal spin on your wedding like this is you are designing an event for people in your style so maybe some of these can help inspire you to do something interesting you know right right exactly exactly thinking outside the box a little bit pushing pushing the envelope is that is that pushing the envelope opening the envelope yeah pushing, pushing the envelope put what does that mean pushing, pushing the, envelope. the edge pushing the envelope hmm i don't know that's right that though. suddenly makes right. oh yeah oh I'm, well, I'm always right so i know i can't possibly be wrong i'm just saying <laughs> So Dan, what what video should we start with? Do you want to start with your yep your the JK, JK wedding entrance dance? Okay, 
Okay, Dan, so you have it open on your screen. I've got it open on my screen. We'll do a one, two, three, press play so that anybody listening at home can also follow along and, and watch the video with us. This video, this first video is actually five minutes long, so we're probably not going to play through the whole thing or it would be really boring to just hear Dan and I probably laugh for about five minutes, <laughs> but we are going to, we are going to go through most of it. So Dan, are you ready on your end? Yeah. I'm just looking 97 million views. Yeah. They also, it looks like they have, um, because of the traffic that this page has been getting this video, they have actually a page set up to make a donation towards violence prevention, which I think is really awesome. Um, yeah. I love that they sort of saw that there's a lot of, um, a lot of traffic going and instead of maybe monetizing it for their own benefit they monetized it for somebody else's benefit so right on props to them yeah all right okay. dan you ready yep ready. one Go ahead. two three play nice jill and kevin's big day yeah i love that font uh so the video opens and we got some people standing in the back handing out some programs this video is also the one that initially inspired the um, Jim and Pam's wedding on The Office. Like Jim specifically says, as soon as he saw this video on YouTube, he booked the tickets for the Niagara Falls option because he knew that they were going to do this. <laughs> so then part. the music starts and here's like our little, our guys with the programs and they just ditch them and start boogieing down. So, Dan, what I think I love most about this video is the fact that this is all obviously the couple's family and friends, as closest people, and yep. they were all 100%, or it seems it though, 100% on board yep. to just do this. Yeah, and you got like, uh, what an awesome thing that also this is in a church where you think like most of the time you've got to be solemn and and perfect and quiet and reverent, which, mm -hmm. you know, it, that's something to be said about that, but also... Uh, like, it, what a great thing that the 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 church was cool with this too, and they're wearing sunglasses and dancing down, you know, a place and and enjoying themselves as well in their own like <laughs> style. This guy's doing a hand, a literally handstand with like walking on his hands. <laughs> I love it. I love that not everybody is the world's best dancer. Not everybody is super rhythmic or on cue. Can we skip ahead? But they're just doing it. Where do you want to skip ahead to? Three minutes. All right, so we're skipping ahead to about three minutes. Three minutes on the nose. Ready? One, yeah. two, three, go. Yeah. Okay, so now we got the whole wedding party coming down. Now the groom, like, runs out and rolls out. Mm-hmm. What year was this? Oh, 2009. So, wow, nine years ago. Holy moly. Well, it could even be more than that because this is just when it was published on YouTube. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's just everybody falling behind him, going down that aisle. The logistics person, me, is like, how did they get down the aisle? And then were they just running around the front, up the sides to get back to the back again? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder but if this I was the it. professional videographer who did this, or was it just the... A person. Like a person with a... Yeah, like just a camcorder or something. Yeah, I don't know. Wow, that one dude's like really laying back there. Yeah, very he's got matrix, like some matrix moves. Yeah, exactly. And I love the officiants up front, just you know, very calmly and like enjoying <laughs> it all, waiting for it all to begin. And then everybody, like all the wedding parties, getting into their spots. So we should also mention that the track for this is "Chris Brown's Forever," which, if you listen, you're gonna know. Oh, 
And here, here comes, comes our bride. bride. Walking she's down by herself. By herself, bouquet in the air, boogieing down. Big smile on her face. Look at that smile. Just like, oh, and she meets up with her and groom. she's got a beautiful updo with a nice lacy thing around her head. <laughs> headband, if you will. Yep, headband. And just a little step touch as her and her groom make her way up to the aisle, or up to the altar. All right, Aww. let's stop it there. Ugh, so good. Yeah. Now, if you've never seen that one, you don't know what you're missing. Um, yeah. So what is it's it that just, strikes you? So what, what is it that really sticks out to you about this? So to me, it's it's kind of what I was saying, is the fact that all of their favorite people were just on board and and positive attitudes and not afraid to sort of make a little bit of a fool of themselves. Not that they were making a fool of themselves, but nobody was looked scared or like they were overthinking it or like, well, I can't dance, so I'm not going to do it. Right. They all were just out there and yep. and having a great and joyous time. Yep. And can you imagine what the dance party at the reception must have been like at this wedding? <laughs> Probably amazing. Right? I, yeah. I, I think the thing that sticks out to me is that it's, it's it has nothing to do with um, – it it just has to do with fun and creating an atmosphere of 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 joy and love and and celebration right like it, we we oftentimes can be so distracted by the minutia of things while you're planning um mm-hmm. that we just lose track of what what's important and i just love that they're just like uh, you know whether it's a reminder like i wonder where they got the inspiration from but it's just a reminder that like hey you know this doesn't have to be this this like very traditional thing where you know somebody walks me down and you know everybody's got to be quiet and, and snapping pictures with their phones and whatever um, and everybody's got to be crying or whatever. No, we can we can be loud and joyous and and yell and just enjoy you know how exciting this is. Like that's mm-hmm. awesome. Let mm-hmm. let that be. And I just love that. Like like I you, I get goosebumps whenever I watch that video because it's Goosies? just so goosies little little <laughs> bumpies. Um, you know, just because it's so real. You know what I mean? Yes. Even though the whole thing is staged, they did it. It's just they they legit look happy. Like right. they, they did make it thinking like, oh, hopefully that you know our wedding video is going to go viral. No, they did it because it's them and they love each other and they wanted to have some fun. Right. 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 And I think for the time, this was probably as unique of a wedding entrance as it got. Right. Like yeah. they yeah. just. They just shot through the ceiling on this and was like, this is what we're going to do. This is probably very much our style. And here we are. And hopefully our guests are going to love it. And you can see the guests. You can see the guests as they're walking down the aisle on the outside of the frame of the video. And they are just like, their their looks on their face go from this like, what's happening? Oh, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah, you know they're like they just get like more and more into it as they realize like this is amazing and all I could think is the whole time the ceremony is happening everybody's hearts just have to be so full and just so like that was awesome right because it it was fun you know not to say is there there's anything wrong with a beautiful canon and d or trumpet volunteer as the bride walks (laughs) down the aisle but that's Uh, not the point my I'll tell you what Rachel and I were engaged for over two years and for that whole entire time I built up that moment in my mind where the doors swung open and trumpet voluntary played as she walked down. I, I'm, I am a traditional, you know, uh, sentimentalist and I love that, you know, so that was that 
was very i mean rachel even had like a cathedral length veil with a blusher so it was very traditional Mm -hmm. but you know um there were other things that we did to put our spin on it uh you know to make it ours but that moment for me like in the sense that being a very traditionalist i loved that that felt like us you know what i mean right very very much so should we move on to the next video i'm very excited about this one this is probably one of my personal favorites I have not seen this one yet. Danielle told me to not watch it. Yeah. So the next video we're going to watch is called Bride Puts a Spell on Her Magician Groom During First Dance. And it's a relatively newer one. And if anybody has been watching Netflix, there's a new show out called Magic for Humans with Justin Justin Willman. Um, He's a magician and an illusionist. And he is actually the groom in this video. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if he got a Netflix deal because of this video, but it all seems to be sort of. Um, happening all at once here but it is insanely cool and every time I watch it I think I've got it figured out and then it blows my mind again so we'll see but Dan do you have the video queued up there bride puts a spell on her magician groom during first dance yeah okay I got it up okay so this one is about two and a half minutes long and I do recommend we watch all of it because it is um it sort of like builds up and tells the story of it so okay ah, I'm so excited I also love just the whole setting of this this wedding so Ready? Oh, okay, ready? One, okay. two, three, go. Okay. All right, so I've got a dude, groom, walking out to the middle of a dance floor. He, like, points to the bride. Now she's walking up to him. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting on a chair, and she's yeah. just going to do a little strut around him. What's the name of this song? Oh, I put a spell on you. So he whips out a little rose. All the people are clapping. Since, since I haven't seen this, I'm like kind of freaking out a little bit. Like, Oh, no, don't freak out. <laughs> Dan, you keep watching. I'll keep doing a commentary. So she's, you know, she's like dancing around him. And it's a it's not a traditional first dance, I guess. Let's say that. Whoa. A little a little slinky slinky action. <laughs> He's pulling her up. Off the ground. Yep. Aww. I love her I love dress. A little, spin. Little, little twirl. I love his outfit. Like those suspenders. I, I actually they'd probably be called braces. Are amazing. Yeah, just a sharp look, right? He's got the bow tie. Yep. Okay, so he puts a little spell on her. She falls backward. He catches her, kisses her, and then puts her back up. A little cool dip. Yeah, he like picked her up by her head. Or like yeah. Supported her by her head. It was crazy. Some good core muscles. She does a little backflip over his back. <clears throat> now I can't stop watching the photographer in the background. Yeah, I know. Just try and I would not be you. standing there. What are you doing? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so they do a little bit of traditional stuff. Oh. So, Dan, remember how she did that thing where he uh, she fell back. Now he's yep. going to do the same thing. He's going to... Fall backwards, and she's gonna catch his head, and then he is leaning all the way back, and she lets go, and he is just floating there, and then he stands back up like no big deal. How amazing is that, Dan? I can already see in Dan's face that he wants to go back and rewatch this video to see how he did that. And everybody There's... is just going wild and nuts and enjoying it. How 
if it was magnetic? Like, like, does he have? All right, so like, there's that. Um, all right, I'm gonna <laughs> stop it there. Uh, uh, so this is gonna turn into a second of how the heck did they do that? I, right. It's got to be something like. So like there's that there's those street performers who have like the metal uh, bar that like goes down the cane um, and they're like they're floating. Right. So they like they put up a tarp around them and it turns out they're like sitting on a small platform that is attached through a steel beam that goes up like a cane and then through their like long baggy sleeve and then down underneath them. And so they sit, you know, underneath this thing. But since he's walking around doing all this stuff. And then all of a sudden he he like falls backwards. It's got to be something to do with the rug and Mm -hmm. like like a magnet or something that he's got to have underneath. Like he's number one. He's also very physically fit. So I'm sure his physique helps, um, which is a throwback to that. That was that was a frozen uh, reference there in case you don't know. Frozen. Frozen. Yeah. Yeah. When um, Princess Anna and. Hans are like walking through and like they're about to start singing the song. They're like walking. It's like a montage of them like walking and talking. And it's just like Kristen Stewart's like just being really silly. And there's one part where like it cuts and she's like, oh, I'm sure your physique helps because she's like real awkward around him. And it's, it's just really funny. Wait, anyway. Kristen Stewart? Or not Kristen Stewart. Kristen Bell. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Kristen Stewart's in Frozen? <laughs> no, Kristen Bell. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but it's got to be something like that. I mean... Whoa, that is pretty nuts. Yeah. So what I love about this video, uh, I've watched this so many times. A, just watching this guy's Netflix show, it's really great. If you guys want some, you know, downtime or looking for something cool to watch, it's it's easy to watch. It's really funny. He's got a great personality. Uh, and he just does these really cool, amazing things that you're sort of left going, well, how did he do that? Because you think you have it figured out. Like you think you've got it and then something happens and you're like, well, all right, I have no idea how that just happened. So it's very yeah. cool. But I love that this is his personality. Um, this is them in showcasing what they do best. Like maybe they aren't super comfortable dancing. You know, we, yeah. we don't know that about them, but they just did this really amazing uh, performance or routine, if you will, for all of their guests and people just went totally nuts. Can we also talk about the fact that like how much planning actually had to go into that? So they might not enjoy dancing, but they they thought long and hard about that. And here's like, don't get me wrong. That looked like a beautiful wedding. But of course, that was one of the things that definitely had to be important to them. And so they they took the time to focus on this super important thing to them. And designated time to that, which means they Mm -hmm. took time away from other things that weren't as important to them, whatever those things are. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so like, I I don't know, uh, I can imagine, you know, like what what other things did they not do or did they skip over because they needed to spend more time practicing and rehearsing uh, this dance and at, you know, it's I mean, they pulled it off beautifully. So, you know, Mm -hmm. they had to have practiced it. Of course. Um, Watch it was like that day they're like, hey, what if we do a trick? (laughs) (laughs) And we're like, they must have put months and months of work into this. Now, I agree. I sort of liken it to when couples opt to do a choreographed first dance. Ultimately, that's what this is. And, um, you know, if if you aren't normally both ballroom dancers, you have to go and take lessons. I think 
that doing that activity together as a couple because while it's wedding related it's sort of just time for the two of you to spend together and and learn something new together make mistakes laugh and get better at a thing you know increase your skill at something together and i love that i love that so so much anytime one of my couples says oh we're off to dance lessons tonight i get so giddy with with joy and excitement for them and i usually ask if i can come too (laughs) <laughs> Rachel and I uh, did uh, we did a couple different things we did like uh, our township has a uh, like an adult classes brochure that they send out every quarter and awesome. we did we did a ballroom dancing one and a dances for weddings and we just ate it up it's exactly what you said we we went out every Wednesday night for like three months and it was our time you know no matter what was going on no matter how much craziness I had in my schedule or Rachel had in her schedule we we had that time set away uh, for the two of us and actually that that spilled over into our post marriage uh, or post wedding life post uh, marriage life where you know we schedule us time first you know, so no matter what's going on, how much craziness we have, we schedule us time first. Usually like every other week, we just have a night of, you know, we're going out as a family or we're doing something for ourselves to just fill our love tanks, you know? Right. I think it's funny because if you think back now, now that you have um, the little one in your lives, thinking back now of how busy your life was probably feels so like that wasn't that busy <laughs> compared to yeah. how it is now. Yeah, we were making ourselves more busy than we needed to then. Now we're just actually busy. No, we're just actually busy. Exactly. That's what kids do. They're the best. All right, so we have a few more videos that I actually want to share and talk through, including one that you'll be surprised to know is completely fake, 100% staged, but still worth mentioning. Uh, But first, a word from our sponsors. Okay, Dan, I want to take a moment to talk about our sponsor for today's episode, which is Still White. Ooh, I'm on the edge of my seat. Let's hear it. (laughs) So when it comes to finding your perfect wedding dress, and Dan, I know you struggled with this too, you can really search tirelessly day and night trying to find like a dress that's beautiful, but also affordable, right? That's key. So Still White is the world's largest wedding dress marketplace with over 30,000 gowns to choose from. They have designers like Vera Wang, Beholden, one of my favorites, Sarah Seven, and so many more, like so many more. And you can expect to save around 50%, like half, off of a gorgeous gown that was really only previously worn for a few hours and obviously dry cleaned. And when I was searching, I actually saw some that said completely brand new. What? Wait, all right. So, So tell me a little bit more about how this works then. Yep. So sellers will go and create a profile on Still White, upload their pictures of the dress and all the details. From there, buyers can search by designer, size, price, and style to see everything that's available for them at a fraction of the usual cost. Okay. So say that I've found my perfect dress. Mm -hmm. Now what happens? Well, you're going to look gorgeous. Let me just say that. But (laughs) Still White offers a safe and secure way to chat about the dress with the seller. So you can ask them questions and you can get, you know, ask them specific measurements. And from there, if the seller's local, you can arrange a time and place to meet and maybe even try the dress on. Or if not, you can opt to have it shipped using PayPal and a super safe tracking number. And when your wedding's over, as opposed to having your gown take up precious real estate in your closet, you consider selling it back and making a few extra bucks back. Sounds awesome, right? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> so visit stillwhite.com slash put a ring on it 
to learn more and start shopping today. S-T-I-L-L-W-H-I-T-E dot com slash put a ring on it. Okay, now back to the show. Okay, guys, so as promised before the break, I told you that I've got a video for you that has actually been proven to be fake. We need sound effects. We do need sound effects. I need to get that little keyboard. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's why we shouldn't get you a keyboard with sound effects, Dan. <laughs> Crickets. <clears throat> okay, so this video that we're going to be talking about is called My Clumsy Best Man Ruins My Wedding. Yep. That in itself should tell you that it's probably fake based on that title, but that's not the point. So, and it says, My Clumsy Best Man Ruins Our Wedding, the original, <laughs> which, all right. <laughs> So um, Um, this is actually a pretty short video. Uh, Dan, have you seen this video before? Yeah, plenty of times. Yeah, so it's um, it's just this basic setup. It the it it says published on two thousand eight. I would say it's definitely been it was definitely filmed around that time. Um, But are you ready to go? I am ready to go. All right, everybody at home. One, two, three, play. So we've got our officiant. Yep. And the camera is very much focused on the bride. Yep. And it sort of pulls away, and then we see we've got a groom, and we've got a bridesmaid in yellow, and we've got, um, as it pulls out a little bit further, a best man who is not paying attention whatsoever and is just staring at the bridesmaid in yellow, like a whatever. Then <laughs> oh, he goes and, up. Yeah. So the officiant asks for the rings. He goes up. The best man trips, pushes the bride, and the officiant who then fall in a lake or a little pond behind pool. the altar space. Yeah, a little pool. Yeah, so there's like a ledge over top of this pool and the the best man accidentally trips as he's giving the rings and fall like trips into the, the bride and the uh, the officiant and they fall several feet into a pool. Mm-hmm. But- womp, womp, womp. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the fake video. It is not real. It was completely done as a stunt just to go viral and have a billion people watch and go, oh, my gosh, that poor bride on her wedding day. Uh, But that really didn't actually happen. So, that said, I still think there are some key takeaways from this video. (laughs) Okay, continue. First, don't pick hot bridesmaids. (laughs) Sorry, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. Um, first, I, I think know that your wedding probably is probably not like your best man is probably not going to be drooling over your maid of honor while you're standing up at the altar. Like, I think it would take quite a human being to completely be unaware of the situation that they're in. And, and who knows what's going to happen later or maybe the night before. But while they're up on the altar, hopefully they have the respect and decency for you to be actually paying attention to what's happening. Yep. Um, and that said, maybe don't put yourself on a ledge by water that you can easily fall into on your wedding day. Yeah. It's quite strange, really, the whole idea yeah. of like, it's not like they're in front of this like amazing landscape. It's like a pool with some 
trees behind it. Right, but the pool is down lower. It's not like it, it's like you can see it. You don't realize really that there's a pool there until they fall into it. Yeah. So it's it's not even really for the the visual effect of having this beautiful body of water behind you as you say your vows. Um, it's just sort of there, which again, it, it all leads to the fact that this whole video was just staged and, and all of that. Um, but I, I, I do want to say that there are many, 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 many other wedding fail videos out there that I would say maybe don't watch because there are some crazy, crazy things that can and potentially will happen at weddings. I've, we've seen flower girls throwing up at the altar on the bride's yep. train, people passing out. Uh, things kind of just happen. People yep. catching fire, like from candles. Yep. It's just things that happen. And I think when it comes down to it, the moral of the story is that handle it in the best way possible. Don't yep. freak out. Uh, it, that usually only makes a situation worse. It, you know, make lemonade out of lemons. Yeah. Maybe add some vodka. I there was a wedding a couple of years ago where uh, a bridesmaid passed out. Um, she, she happened to be pregnant. So it, she was just standing for a long time. She was tired, you know, all these different things. And she passed out um, uh, right as the first kiss was happening. And uh, she like felt really bad. They recessed down the aisle, like, you know, everything was okay. Um, and it was just a matter of, you know, a long day, overheating, not eating enough, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, later, it, you know, thank goodness she was okay. But later, thankfully, um, during the introductions, you know, everybody was coming in, being silly or whatever. And they they wheeled her in in a chair. And she was, like, <laughs> pretending like she was asleep. And then she, like, jumped up and popped up. And it was really funny, like, a way to just make things light. Um, right. You know, w which – it was a good way to just make everybody know that things are okay and, and bring everybody back up to 100%, you know? Right. I think, too, as a guest, when you sort of watch it happen, it's like when you're watching a juggler uh, juggle and they drop something. You almost don't know what to do as 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 a person in the audience. You don't know to be like, oh, no, like or be like, it's okay. It's okay. Like, it's all good. You don't know sort of how to feel because you having you're having a natural reaction. But you as a guest, especially when there's a couple involved, you want to stay at a certain level, I think, for the couple to let them know, like, it's okay. It's not a big it's deal. Cool. It's okay. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, sometimes it is a funny thing that happens or an unfortunate thing that happens or a scary thing that happens. And it's okay to react to it. But that's where you as a couple, you know, will sort of need to lead the charge and be like, hey, as long as she's okay, it's it's all good. Like, it, it happens. Uh, just to give to a little bit of a uh, a tip because really I can't do anything without some advice. Ladies, <clears throat> at the rehearsal, when you're practicing your ceremony, and every single one of my clients, we talk through this, but if I'm not going to be at your wedding, for your ladies at the rehearsal, make sure to let them know as they're standing up at the altar with you, do not lock out both of your knees. Men can do this, women cannot. And by nature, women, we will always tend to stand with one knee um, popped a little bit. It's just how we normally mm -hmm. stand. We never stand with both knees completely straight. And sometimes yep. as a bridesmaid, you think, I got to stand here nice and straight, my knees straight, my bosom out, my butt in, like all this stuff, all these people are looking at me. And what happens is as women, when we lock out both of our knees, I'm not a medical expert, but something happens with blood flow, making us very dizzy. And I have seen people go down from it. So yeah. pro tip. 
tell the girls, don't lock out your knees. Just stand as normal as they would any other day, and they will be good to go. Contrapasso? What happened? What happened? What? Contrapasso. Is it Paso or Pasto? I forget. Um, I it's, don't know what uh, it's in the art world when they, they changed, uh, I want to say Roman statues, uh, when they changed from like very rigid uh, uh, statues like carved in this very simple box to weight shifted to one leg, one leg popped out. So that's what that pose is called when you shift like to one leg when your weight is just on one leg and the is is off uh, the other leg. Contrapasso, I believe is what it's called. Let me just Dan, see. you are a smart man. Uh, that's what a uh, hundred years of uh, art history will get you. It's like wow. ten ten art history course. Yeah, and you look great for your age too. Ah, contrapasto, an asymmetrical arrangement of the human figure in which the line of the arms and shoulders contrast with while balancing those of the hips and legs. Okay, so the fourth video, fourth and final one we're going to talk about today is um, a super emotional one uh, called Four-Year-Old Boy Cries as Stepmom Reads Wedding Vows She Wrote to Him. So this is a military wedding um, that uh, this groom has a son already. And so as they're marrying each other, this the bride actually writes wedding vows to the son as well. And the video is, is really his reaction to um, the promises that she – that she's making to him and it's super very vulnerable it's super emotional so we're going to talk through that one as well okay so the one we specifically have is the one that aired on inside edition that seems to be the one that has gone the most viral uh it's about a minute and a half but we'll talk through but it's like a an edited down version it's not the whole the whole scene so ready okay ready one two three go it's the wedding video touching hearts across the So you, you guys have to watch this one in order to hear what she says. Um, and this, this little boy just has this uh, incredible emotional reaction to the promises she's making to him. He's just crying and he's just running up and hugging her. And Oh, the poor kid. He's just, he's, have, he's just so emotional about it. It's such a big day. Oh, how sweet. That, that, that little last little line um, is pretty credible. Uh, I may not have given you the gift of life, but life sure gave me the gift of you. How adorable is that? As a fellow stepmom, that is a very, very, very true statement. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, Aww. Aww, that's sweet. That's I'm just, I'm just that was really sweet what she just said. She said it was just as important to for me to say vows to him as it was to her groom. Yeah. Sweet. Oh my goodness. Uh, one of the things that she said that stuck out to me was um, it's just, you know, it's an example of how we wanted to make our blended family work and how it, it you know, how we can make things come together, you know. Um, I love that. I love that she's just sticking up for, you know, an atypical, you know, quote unquote, atypical way of doing things and making it okay. There's lots of blended families out there who probably don't feel like they belong um, or are smashed together. And what a gift it is that she could be that open with her stepson um, and just show him love and and accept him too, you know? 
Yeah, I, I as a who has a step parent, that is, um, I think being a parent is a, an insanely hard role, and I think being a step parent is also a very insanely hard role yeah. because you are walking these lines, and um, my gosh, it is, it is not easy in any situation, and I think it is so awesome to see just the joy he has and the love he has, and I, I love that he was involved in it. Um, it's just awesome, and if you continue watching the video too. It shows him at the reception coming out with like a Darth Vader mask <laughs> yeah. on and just like dancing it up at the reception. So that is by and large just a wonderful and a wonderful thing to witness. And I think one of the words you had said earlier, Dan, when we were um, when you had said you really wanted to put this video in the in the lineup was the vulnerability yeah. of the moment. Yeah, um, I think that's that. So going back to what I said at the very beginning of the episode, there were two trends, right? Um, of, of viral videos that I see ones that are incredibly emotional where people are just are, are wearing their hearts on their sleeves. They're super emotional or, or, you know, maybe it's, they're not necessarily crying, but they're also really happy or very overjoyed. Like that JK wedding dance, the very first video we talked about. Then there's this other one that's like people just being silly or something not good happening or, um, you know, fails, that kind of thing. And, you know, we all have some morbid curiosity. We all love to see people uh, fall like a train wreck or something. Um, I, I think the, I think the thing that I took out of it is that there are less, less things about the stuff years from now, or the less less things about the the minutia of the wedding day that go viral than the than these like real emotional people being real living real life and things happening and that's what we get emotional about that's why that's why these pictures go uh, and that's why these videos go viral so i guess uh, as kind of relating that to a wedding day just if you distill it down we have we have reactions to the things that make us emotional not not all the other stuff that distracts us so if you put your your thoughts and energy and planning into the moments into into like building up these moments I think that was just something that I kept thinking like you can't go wrong there right Does that that make sense to am I being clear Very much so very very much so So I guess the point that I'm I'm trying to make here through all these different videos and what I've been thinking about is that the goal is is to just Focus as much as you possibly can on relationships and the people surrounding you and your significant other and the joy that this wedding day brings um, and the the celebration uh, that you're going to have on this day rather than the stuff that can distract you. Okay? So it's a lot to Got learn it. from wedding viral videos. <laughs> but that's my <laughs> And they're also just entertaining. Yeah, they're also super entertaining. So, yeah, have fun with that. Um, but this week – we're going to add a little something extra here because we have a we have an amazing Dear Dan's question. Yeah, we actually I literally just got this question as we were recording um, and I read it and I think it's awesome and I want to sneak it in because uh, because I think it could help some people. So today's question comes from Julie and she says, hi, Dan and Danielle. I got engaged a few weeks ago. Congratulations, Julie. And I've been trying to catch up on your episodes whenever I have free time. Woo. So she says, I have a question for you. 
When I had been thinking about my wedding previously, I knew I would be a little bit older. She says, I'll be 38 when I get married next year. And I didn't want a huge bridal party. I'm so lucky that I have so many close friends. I don't know how I would choose just a few. And let's be honest, everyone is so over being a bridesmaid. (laughs) My brother is my favorite person. And I planned that I would ask him to be my best person. I was his Julie of honor in his wedding. I love that. And my fiance is going to just ask his brother. So... Her question specifically is, now that I'm getting into thinking about the day more carefully, I'm nervous about being lonely without my ladies while getting ready. And also, my brother won't know all the things that I will need help with. What are the ways that you think I can incorporate them into the day of prep without asking them to be bridesmaids? One option is to ask my new sister-in-law to stand up with me as a sibling, and then she'll be with me during the day, the lead up, um, with me during the lead up, or maybe I could ask friends to come hang out when I'm getting hair and makeup. Uh, and getting dressed. I was curious what your thoughts are and if you had other ideas. She says, I have a million more questions, <laughs> but I will leave it at that. Thanks so much for all that I'm learning from you. Julie, you're so welcome and feel free to send the rest of your million questions because we love them. Yeah, totally. So I have a few thoughts as always. First, I love the fact that you are his Julie of honor, your brother's Julie of honor, and he will be your best person. I love that. To me, that's absolutely wonderful. And I don't think that you need to make anybody part of your wedding party that you don't necessarily feel is necessary. I am a huge proponent of either a very small wedding party group or no wedding party group at all because I think it's sometimes tough and even a little barbaric to say, well, you're my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I just think that there is nothing wrong with saying uh, I love you all and and – I'm just going to have my brother and he's going to have his brother and that's it. Um, Dan, what are your thoughts on just on just that part of it? Um, just the fact that she's going to have a small wedding party. I, I say go for it. I mean, there are plenty of weddings where uh, I have seen no wedding party or just one or two people on the other side, even though the wedding was still pretty big. You know, it's not like they were having this small mm-hmm. wedding and they were having, you know, wedding party on the other side. No, it was it was uh, a big wedding and they just said, you know what? Um these people are just are super important. I can't make a decision between all these other people. So, you know, blood, you know, siblings, we're just going to keep it at that. Boom. Done. Yeah. Yeah. I also think from a, I hate to bring this up, but even from a financial standpoint, the less you have in wedding party, the less people you have to transport, the less people you have to get from point A to point B and figure out what they're wearing and coordinate jewelry. And what about shoes and less time that you're taking with, with, that group specifically for photos it honestly i i think it's the way to go in my yeah. <laughs> but but i am a i am a more introverted person with a much 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 smaller friend group yeah so but she doesn't have that problem yeah what she's saying is she has a, a great group of friends she just doesn't want to make them all bridesmaids and as she says everyone's you know probably over being a bridesmaid at this point so how can she still incorporate those people and not not worry about feeling lonely because that is a super valid point yeah. while she's getting ready on the wedding day. Mm. Dan, what have you seen? Um, I, so I'm not a lady, obviously, and I don't know how much um, how much stuff goes into this. Um, but I definitely have seen guests of the wedding who are not in the wedding party getting ready in the morning with uh, brides and grooms as they get ready. Um, both sides. 100%. I've seen... Uh, 15 guys in in one like house uh you know as as only five of them are uh are groomsmen and they're just having a good old time they're hanging out whatever um and i've definitely seen 
15 girls in in one you know area uh and only four of them were bridesmaids um and the the bride's thought was, you know, the more the merrier. I, I'm still getting ready and these people are still special to me. So I'd still love to hang out with them just as if it was, you know, my birthday or or I was having a big party. Um, there's nothing that says that only the bridesmaids or only the groomsmen or only your best people are allowed to be with you in the morning. It's the same thing with uh, – I think bachelor and bachelorette parties. There's plenty of times where yes. it's a whole group of 20 guys or, or 20 ladies going down when only three to five of them are actually bridesmaids. Why not? The more the merrier, right? Right, right exactly. I think, I think if you sort of throw the labels out the window and just approach it, like remove the, the wedding part of it out of it yeah. and go, if I was getting ready for a big event where I was sort of the guest of honor what would I want? Because you might be a person that says, I would just love to have a little bit of alone time, some downtime, some private time to myself to, to reflect and, and, and be really present in the day ahead. Or you might be a person that says, I want my favorite people around me where we can dance and party and drink mimosas and get silly and put on a playlist. I think how, whatever way you lean, that's how you shape your day to be, regardless of who is or isn't a bridesmaid, yep. a groomsmaid, a, a whatever, a man of honor, whatever you have. I say work your day around what makes the most sense for you, yep. your personalities, and your people that you want in that moment. Yep. Because if I was a person, if I had a really great friend who was getting married and she said, Danielle, you're not going to be a bridesmaid, but I would so love for you to just spend the morning with me and get ready with like me and you and so-and-so and this person, that person. I would be honored through the roof because A, I would get to hang out with my favorite people and B, I wouldn't be forced into buying a thing, uh, going through all the rigamora of, of all that is being a bridesmaid. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but right. I can't see it. I can't see myself being upset, especially if there were no other bridesmaids. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Heck yeah. Sign me up right there. Yeah. yeah. And also like how fun would it be to, I mean, I mean, I like makeup. Uh, I don't put makeup on, but I've been around makeup for a very long time because my mom's a Mary Kay lady for like 30 years. Um, so I used to just watch mm -hmm. like how fun it was for ladies to come over to my mom's or my parents' house and get facials and stuff. And it's like, you know, maybe maybe it would just be fun to invite people over and say, hey, you know, I'm I'm having uh, this makeup artist come. She's doing, you know, me and my mom's and whatever. Um, and if you let me know a little bit beforehand, you know, you can just get added on, get your makeup done too. Um, so you kind of get some right. of the fun with without all of the stuff that has to come with it, you know? Exactly. You don't have to get the bouquets. You don't have to do any of that stuff. Yeah, so totally. yeah, that's our advice to you, Julie. Obviously, you do what makes the most sense to you, but know that it is okay to break the mold, break the rules, and do what is best for you. Love that. Got it? Yeah. All right, Dan. That wraps up episode 50. Wah, wah. Awesome, guys. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening to another episode of the Put a Ring on a Podcast. We love you. And if you haven't yet, please take a minute to rate, review, and subscribe in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. This helps us out so much, you guys. You can find the show notes for today's episode at PutAringOnAPodcast.com. Oh, and don't forget, um, connect with us on all of the socials. Yep, I am at DPNAC, D-P-N-A-K, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest. And I'm at Daniel Moore Photo on Instagram and Daniel Moore Photography on Facebook and Pinterest. And remember, you can always send us your questions on our website 
or on the Put a Ring on It podcast Facebook page. We really do our best to answer every single one we get, and we might even include yours in an upcoming episode. Finally, know that you are awesome. And no matter what, remember that your wedding is going to kick butt. Yeah, it is. Bye, guys. Yeah.